0: morning. Is, Is that where his home right there is? Oh, how I love Jesus because he first loved me. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We praise God today. Praise God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. We thank you. It's all about you today, Lord Jesus. It's all about you every day. You are our savior. You are our Lord. You are our soon coming king and we thank you, Lord. Thank you for allowing us to come together one more time as we center around your word, as we fellowship with one another, oh God. As, as we hear from you, watch your you bless in a very special way, Lord? Let your will be done. Let the Holy Spirit fall afresh on each one of us. New direction, new determination, new, 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 new hope, God. In a crucial time that we're living in. So we're trusting you. We're standing on your word today. Look on the saints of God here, there, and everywhere. Whether here in the sanctuary or whatever platform they may be on. Look on your people today, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. Please be seated. Praise God. Amen. Praise the Lord. I am excited about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. It is all about Jesus. It's not about me, it's not about you, it's about Jesus. It's not about the politics in this world, it's about Jesus. It's not about the high gas prices, it's about Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus, because he first loved me. Isn't it a blessing to know that you're loved? That you're loved unconditionally? That your father loves you so much that he provides everything that we need? Oh, thank you, Lord. So I, I'm excited. Praise the Lord. Amen. So God bless each and every one today. Now, uh, Sandy, thank you for just kind of highlighting a little bit what this week has been for yours truly. You know, I, I'm like the little little fellow say, I, I said I wasn't gonna tell nobody, but I just couldn't keep it to myself. <laughs> Sometimes you got to tell. You know, I'm reminded of Jeremiah, the prophet. You know, he's thrown in dungeons and you know uh, left for dead and ridiculed and threatened and and, and God appointed one time in his ministry, he said, I, I'm not saying nothing else in that word, in that name. I'm not saying nothing. But then he got down to another part over there, I believe it's around uh, uh, Jeremiah 8, I think. Or I think it's 8. And, and he said, but I, it, it's like fire. Shut up in my bones. I, I, I can't forbear. I got to tell it. I got to tell what thus saith the Lord. Anybody would feel like that the Lord's was talking about sometimes you may talk too much or not enough. She's trying to find that. And, you know, just tell it. Hey, Amen. Let the Lord lead us and guide us. And, and so I've been blessed on this week. I won't go through it all, at nearly at all, but a couple of highlights for me was at the juvenile camp <coughs> and to see those young people, 15, 16, 17 years old, incarcerated, you know. It was 60 of them at the place where we went. And after the uh, performance, we had chaplains from the uh, Miami Heat there, uh, chaplains from uh, Milwaukee Bucks, uh, chaplain from the uh, Houston Rockets that took out of their time to go and minister to these young people. And uh, after the program was done, and do we have a time, to sit, a time to sit down in front of the young people. And uh, I had about 10, Young men sitting in front of me, and they were in different places. They were kind of all over the place, and some, you know, as but as the word wouldn't begin to go forth, they dialed in. But this one young man, this one young man, fifteen years old, this one, he had, he had a, a knowledge of who God was. So we whipped out this little pamphlet, and I asked him, I asked him a question. <clears throat> Uh, we had a list of questions but this one question that was asked if you died tonight where would you go and i was just each question i was going to each one of them you know do you have a spiritual belief yes yes no no you know what but when it came to that question i went to this young man 15 years old if you were to die tonight where would you go he said i would go to heaven he said, because I've asked Jesus to forgive me of my sins. Wow! I was like, man, thank you. I mean, you know, I mean, just a, just a young man who's had some hard trials, but just, just these are just kids. Some of them looked hardcore. Some of them looked so innocent. All of them are there for some reason. But the Holy Spirit met us there to be able to minister to those young men and that was such a blessing and and then on yesterday, oh, God, yesterday, you know, I do have a message today. Shake it off. I'm going, I'm going to get to that. I, I can't hardly hear myself in none of these mics, but but I think there's enough of us here to where we're okay. Uh, uh, you know, on yesterday, here's the scene. We, we We have about 30 people. We go out on the yard, on the D yard, on the Delta yard, as they would call it. At the prison, you know, Shug Knight is down there. We didn't see him, but he's down there. The Menendez brothers and Sirhan Sirhan and uh, Tex Watson, all these folks is down there. And and here we come and carry the word of God uh, out on that field. And we had a program guest, a little lady named Julie Simpson. Uh, she said she's going to come and just share praise and worship with us one day here. We look forward to that. She got a little ill uh, in the sun, but the Lord blessed her. The gentleman who did the speaking, he used to be a, a run I mean a defensive back for USC Trojans back in the day and he was with the New York Giants back in the day and and he was sharing and encouraging uh, those all those men out there which there were men young and old sister Dorothy there was men in wheelchairs and some was blind and some in various different situations everything you can think of was out on that yard and this man began to share his heart about his brokenness. His father died when he was four years old. His mother ended up on drugs and alcohol and between different men that was abusive to her and to him uh, and how she came to know the Lord at one point, turned their lives around. He said they had moved about 21 times from house to house. But here he was now proclaiming the gospel. And this fellow, David, he's a, you know, you're a pretty big man. He make you look like a... uh I don't know. <laughs> a little bitty fella. He used to bench bench press 500 pounds. And so as he ministered to these guys and, and shared his heart and folks was really listening, they were in tune as he was exhorting them. He said, I got one more thing I want to do. He had a, t- I think it was a 12 inch frying pan. Regular, with a handle on it. Regular, you know, uh, a nonstick, you know. And he took that thing And he said, you know, I've learned not to give up. I've learned to press on. He said, so I'm going to show you that I'm going to bend this. I'm going to fold this frying pan. He put gloves on, little rubber type gloves. And he said, I'm going to do that because sometimes pulling on this thing, it takes the skin off my fingers. And he said, then I got this towel. So when I put it against my chest, it, it won't hurt my sternum here. He gets that frying pan that I'm used to cooking on. He takes that thing, and he says, mm, and he starts, mm, and, and he, he pulled it on. He sweated it. He pulled it, and it starts giving a little bit. And he pulled it some more, and it started giving some more. Then he got it down here, and he's getting to push on there all the while he's ministering to these guys. And by the time he get through, that, flat pan, that pan was a, like a burrito. I was saying, so all those guys who looked tough on the yard, they were like, whoa. whoa." (laughs) You know, he had their uninvited attention. And so what happens is, after the program, you know, then all what we call teammates who are there, we go out and say, well, you got people here that's got information, this little track we have here, and I have some out there, Uh, and uh, they got information for you. So let's get in a huddle since he's a football guy. We're going to call it huddle. You, get in a huddle with these guys. You, get in a huddle with these guys. We did that. And so, and I'm supposed to be the coordinator, right? So I'm really not one going out there with the guys because I got to make sure everybody's where they're supposed to be, which is not always easy. And so, so as guys going out there, I said, well, let me get my package. Just, you know, let me see because, you know, we kind of few. Let me go out here. I'm on my way out, everybody's out on the yard, and here's a man dressed like a woman, eyeshadow. he's a black gentleman, and I'm going out toward the yard, and he's over here by the fountain. I got to make this real quick. So I say, you know what, let me go talk to you. And I start talking to him, and oh, he was just quoting scripture. He said, he said, I know all about what y'all are talking about. You know, yeah, I, I, I believe Jesus. Jesus. And he was just going. And then he said one thing that he shouldn't have said to me. He said, but I'm a backslider. Now he's, you know, got the eye stuff on, a little something here, and little shorts on. And I begin to talk to him. I let him talk. I'm, let, I'm learning, Chuck, to listen to folks. That, hearing what, he, what his story is. And I'm listening to him. And, and, the, and this is, see, when it comes to witnessing, when it comes to sharing your faith, listen, saints, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, he works mightily. He'll start downloading to you. He'll start showing you what's in a person's heart. He'll start showing, he'll start giving you a word to say. And I'm listening to this man. I say, you know, God is married to the backslider. He remembered that scripture. I say, I say, so God doesn't give up, and and I, I kept talking to him, and and we went from Job to you, Zachariah, you name it, just sharing with, and and a lot of things he knew, but a lot of things he didn't know, and when it came to uh, 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 forgiveness, that was another issue, and, and, and you know, was he said, well, you know, uh, seventy times, seven hundred, no, 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 not that. It's, and we went through with Peter and seven times you know how many times I forgive seven and you know and and so as I begin to talk to him no sister Dolores I got to make this quick because it was it was about a 40 minute conversation when I first begin to talk and start getting into the meat of it he started crying and he's right at the water fountain now, everybody else is on this on the yard he's a little bit over to the side I'm talking to him he said that you've got to quit he, he said I can't let them see me crying so he would go to the water fountain, and he would turn the water on, and he'd do his face like this to hide the tears. And then we begin to keep on, kept on talking. At one point we talked about, uh, 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 we talking about gifts, and the gifts of God, and, and how they're irrevocable. You know, King James said they're without repentance, and and, uh, and 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 we wrestling You can see him wrestling with the word because he knows the word. The man knew scripture, and and we talking, and he said, "But I I, I know." And it wasn't scripture what he said, but he said, "I know I, it's in the Bible that if you don't use your gift, you lose it." Now, mind you, this you see this scene. I said, "Well, evidently you haven't lost it, if you wouldn't be wrestling with this." And the more we talked, he started crying again. He went back to the water fountain, wet his face, because he couldn't let the folks, the other guys, see him crying. Kept talking to him. And respecting him. And then, to make a long story short, I say, what is it that God has called you to do? What's the gift that he gave you? Start crying again got some more water on his face he said you know you he said you're gonna have to just stop you gonna have to stop, stop. he said he said he said because I, I feel trapped it's not so much being on this show, but he said i feel trapped he began to talk at one point he said because when i got out the last time before i could get home whatever it was happened i feel trapped and the holy spirit spoke to me and i spoke to him i said you used to preach he started back. He said, who told you that? Who told you that? I said, the same one we've been talking about. The same one who created the universe. Yes. I told him, I say, if if, if if any of these guys on the yard or anywhere knew what was really in your heart and what you really desired, it would blow them away. He started crying again. He got more water. I'm like, wow. The lesson is in power hour this morning was the word saves yes, yes. i told him brother you don't have to try to change nothing on the outside i told him about peter when he told jesus uh, when jesus said rise peter slay and eat he said no lord i say, brother he recognized that he was lord but he said no but then as it unraveled, he understood what Jesus was telling him. And I, I told him I would imagine now he said, yes, Lord. So I told him, sir, you begin to say yes, Lord, in your heart. As God begins to deal with you, you say yes, Lord, down on the inside. He, he back to the water. In front of my eyes, the Lord was dealing with this man. He was a preacher. He said they used to teach Bible study. How did he get to that situation? God only knows. But where a whole lot of folks didn't want to, they walked right past him and others like him, God is saying they need some help. They need, I told him about, Sister uh, Lord. I told him about Ephesians chapter 3, God's mercy and his great love with which we has loved us and how he hasn't stopped loving us. Oh, he's back to the water fountain. Thank you, Lord God. Oh, how I love Jesus. The sweetest name I know. And I can see in my mind and in my heart that God was dealing with him. He didn't know which way to turn. Didn't know what he was going to do. But I said, you just say yes to the Lord. I said, God will turn your dark yesterdays into bright tomorrows. It's nothing that he can't do for you. Do you know he came back a couple? Of, we were taking the tents down, and he came back. and He said, "Thank you for the seed." Amen. Amen. I took you know. Normally, I may talk to ten guys. I talk. I spend forty minutes with just one guy. Tell him about Jesus. telling him about God's forgiveness and His mercy. I said. I told him at the beginning to shake it off. I, I told him in, in Lamentation 3.21, Jeremiah said, it be, it, This I recall to my mind. Therefore I have hope. It is of the Lord's mercy that we're not consumed. For his compassion fails not. They're renewed every morning. Great is God's favoritance. He went back to the water. Can't let him see him crying. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm believing that God going to do something miraculous in that situation. He it it tells you, he said, I feel like I'm trapped. He wasn't talking about behind the walls. He's trapped inside of himself. God will spring him free. God can turn him around. God can cause him to be what he have designed him to be. I told him, brother, it ain't over till it's over. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory to God. Well, shake it off. Well, now it let, let's get natural for a minute. You're cleaning your house, you're knocking down some cobwebs or something, and a spider fall on you. Come on, y'all. Somebody go start <laughs> gonna start shaking it off. You know, you, you know, and sometimes just a little old moth. You know he ain't got no teeth. He ain't no he ain't poison. And folks start Start shaking it off. Get him off, get him out. There you go over there. Then somebody else starts shaking him off. You know. God forbid don't let it be a roach that fell on you. What? Shaking everything. Shake it off. You know. Sometime in life things can come. We need to shake it off. We'll talk about that in Acts 28. Uh, let me read through it first in 1 through 6. Uh, now when they had escaped, remember that, because we'll dial back just a little bit to bring us up to speed. When they had escaped, you would think we're talking about prisons is that's what I've been talking about. I ain't talking about prison. There had been a 14-day storm. Now when they had escaped, Then they found out that the island was called Malta. And the natives showed us unusual kindness. For they kindled a fire and made us all welcome. Because of the rain that was falling and because of the cold. But when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire. A viper came out because of the heat and fastened to his hand. A poisonous snake came out of the sticks, grabbed hold, no doubt, bit him on his hand. So verse 4, so when the natives saw the creature hanging from his hand, they said one to another, No doubt this man is a murderer. Whom whom though he escaped the sea, yet justice does not allow him to live. Listen to this, verse 5. But he, meaning Paul, shook off the creature into the fire and suffered no harm. Verse 6. However, they were expecting, the natives that is, were expecting that he would swell up or suddenly fall down dead. But after they had looked for a long time at him, they, they know what these poisonous snakes would do. They know you get bit by one of them. You, you don't have long. Can you imagine? They just stand looking at him. We know you finna die. Yeah, we didn't figure it out. You are a murderer. You made it out of the storm. You swam over. You gonna die. And they looking at him. You know, sometimes folks are looking at us too, right? However, they were expected that he would swell, swell up or suddenly fall down dead. But after they had looked for a long time and saw no harm come to him. This, now, you know people flip-flop, right? <coughs> Excuse me. They changed their minds, and now they said he was a god. So it tells me, first of all, they don't know what they were talking about. But one thing we see here with respect to the subject is shake it off. <clears throat> Why am I saying that? Because sometime, have you ever gone through a challenge? <clears throat> You've gone through a hard thing, and, and God delivered you, and now you think, hey, it's gonna be smooth saving, smooth sailing, and all of a sudden, whop, the next thing comes suddenly upon you. And sometimes you wonder what is going on here. I just came through a storm. And now here's another situation Look at me. God wants to learn today that we need to shake it off. So in the previous chapter, chapters, if we go back to 21 or somewhere there, we'll find that Paul was in trouble for preaching the gospel, for defending the faith, for letting the Jewish establishment know, listen, I used to be one of you. I believe in the resurrection. I said unto Gamaliel, they said, we're going to kill you too. And so he had a hard way to go. So he was incarcerated and he was thrown from pillar to post before Felix, before Festus, before Agrippa. Uh, uh, the Jewish authorities wanted to kill him. They set up ambushments from all kind of things. But he appealed to Caesar because he was a Roman citizen. And then they couldn't touch him. So we're going to put you on a boat. And we're going to take you to Rome. And and, and you're going to be in shackles. But you see, no matter what you as a believer is going through, God is with you. He's the God who said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And, and it was the wrong time of the year for them to be sailing anyway. Elder Jones, you remember we got on that cruise ship that time? And that first night... That big old ship was, it was dancing. I think it had the, button wasn't the Holy Ghost, I don't know what it, but it was dancing all night long. All yours truly could do was go to sleep. <laughs> I don't know if it was because, well, I don't want to be woke when it happened. <laughs> or what? But I said, I'm going to sleep. Thank God. But, but Paul, as they uh, got on the ship, Listen to this. This was now we we were what overnight it got better the next day. They were in a terrible storm for fourteen days. Can you imagine? Now they didn't have no 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 lunch room and no big dining room and gold staircase and all this. They own a, a wooden ragged boat, incarcerated, and the sea is going crazy. You get out there, people say, well, Perry, we I know you don't mind fishing, you and Ben, but and, and Ben still don't mind, but we're we going to go out deep sea. I, no, yeah, no, we ain't. <laughs> Y'all take Ben with you, but you ain't taking Kermit with you. <laughs> you know, I will eat some bluefin when you get back, but I'm not, you know, okay, that's another story. So it was bad. But thank God for Jesus. Thank God for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Thank God When you know that you're called by God to do the will of God. Didn't he say that he'll never leave us? Didn't he say he will never forsake us? Didn't he say I will be with you always, even until the end of the age? Even if the storm come, I'm with you. If you walk through the fire, it won't burn you. If you go through the flood, it won't overtake you. Didn't he say it? And and so that whole chapter of of 27 was pretty much talking about the warning. First of all, let me read it. In in, in uh, verse 27, 10, and 11, uh, Paul had already tried to tell the folks, you know, it's going to be some trouble. Now, you know, a whole lot of time folks don't listen to you in no way. I always be playing with Ben. I tell him, you know, don't nobody listen to you. <laughs> but I just be playing with him, you know, because I sure do listen to him. But sometimes people are not going to listen to you, especially when they know you're carrying the word of God. Because the world want to do what the world do. And, and, and the world uh, as a whole don't want to change because they don't know what they're changing to. And this is why we need to be clear and concise with the word of God and the love of God to share Jesus with those who are on the outside. <clears throat> Jump into the middle of this narrative verse 10 of chapter 27 men he said this is Paul talking he said I believe there's trouble ahead if we go on now he's the prisoner (laughs) he's the one who has appealed to Caesar he's the one that's in stocks and but he's shackled he said men I believe there's trouble ahead if we go on shipwreck now you know I'd have been, I'd have been toasted. Hey, 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 y'all, listen to him. <laughs> you know he might not, be, he might not know boats, but listen to him. It, 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 I believe there is trouble ahead, and we go on shipwreck, loss of cargo, and danger to our lives as well. But the officer in charge. Just cause you're in charge don't mean you know what's going on. But the officer in charge of the prisoners listened more to the ship's captain and the owner than to Paul. Now you can just imagine what happened after that. Things got started jumping naked on that boat. You know, the waves was hitting, the uh, uh, the thing, they 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 sounding as they call it, they find they're only 120 feet deep and and the next time they sound, a few minutes later, it's only 90 feet. We, this thing's going to come apart. The wind is blowing. We didn't dropped anchors on it. As you keep reading it, they put anchors down in the front of the thing. Then the back start tearing off the boat. They were in trouble. Sometime we are in trouble. Our nation right now is in trouble. This old world is in a terrible fix. It is in trouble. The wind is blowing. The waves are dashing. In uh, verse 22 of, of Acts 27. The thing had got real bad. And by this time. You don't even mention the captain no more. But I understand in my heart. The captain didn't know what to do now. Because he's used to a good boat. He's <laughs> He's used to calm seas. He's used to going navigation from point A to point B. Everything he's been taught now is gone. They are in danger. In verse 22, Paul here again, excuse me guys, he said, but take courage. It's almost like when the hunter get captured by the game. The prisoner now, God, who has who has had the hand of God on him from the beginning, now the Spirit of God is reared up in him, see? And that's what he will do for us as we keep our hearts and minds fixed on him. But take courage. None of you will lose your lives. How does that sound? I know my little ears would have said, What? <laughs> I'd have stayed close to this this brother. Okay, okay. But take courage, none of you will lose your lives. Listen to this, even though the ship will go down. What if you had heard that, Brother Jones, Sister Morel, on the first night of that cruise we went on to Alaska? Somebody get on the microphone and say, the ship going down. <laughs> Matter of fact, in this narrative, they had, they had decided to let the lifeboats down. They took the ropes, let the lifeboats down, and paul said don't get in them boats <laughs> you, you you try to save your life you're gonna lose it they cut the ropes <laughs> and let, and then they let they let the lifeboats go now you know you got trouble out on that water and in that storm and you can they didn't see the sun for 14 days wind and cloud and vehement winds <laughs> he, he said even though the ship will go down for listen oh god thank you Let let me get through with this. Okay. Watch this. For last night an angel of of the God to whom I belong and whom I serve stood beside me. Do God know where we are? Does he know what we're going through? Does he show himself mighty in the midst of the storm? He said, wow. Last night an angel of the God to whom I belong and whom I serve stood beside me. And he said, don't be afraid. Now how confident would that be after 14 days of drama, of uncertainty, of fear of death. Do not be afraid, Paul. For you will surely stand trial before Caesar. I'm sure up until this point, he wasn't even thinking about Caesar. You know, we we got to get to some land. We got to get to some terra firma. We got to get somewhere we can put our feet on solid ground. But you know that he was already on solid ground with Jesus. Oh, Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground is seeking sand. He said, he said What? what's more? God, listen to this, say it's real good. God in his goodness. God in his goodness has granted safety to everyone sailing with you. He had already told them, listen to me. It's going to be trouble out there. It could be loss of lives. The cargo, everything going to be tore up. They said, well, we're going to see what the captain say. All right. How's that working? But now hear God. In His goodness, has granted safety to everyone sailing with you. Listen to what God said. What, what 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 was said here? So take courage. How many know we need some courage today? Remember Mother Betty's message years ago. We didn't know what she was saying. She said "God can't use." Her subject was God can't use no whips. We said whips. She meant wimps <laughs> She was, she was preaching that message, but that was her. God can't use no whips. I said, whips, no wimps. He said, he Paul said, so take courage. The angels said, so take courage. Paul said, so I take courage for I believe for I believe God. Take courage for I believe God. Three P's. Take courage today because you believe God. In the midst of your struggles, do you believe God? Ain't nobody in here not going through nothing. Believe God in the midst of what we're going through. He said, for I believe God, it will be just as he said, but we will be shipwrecked on an island. That was the word of the Lord. We will be shipwrecked on an island. What happened in the next chapter? Now when they had escaped what? They escaped the sea. The the ship came apart. Paul told them, Look, just if you can swim, swim to shore. If you can't swim, hold on to a piece of the ship, hold on to a board, but don't let go of the ship and you're going to be okay. And the the angel Lord had told him, No life is going to be lost. Oh, it's important to follow the word of the Lord. If whatever God says, if it don't make sense to you, you need to do it anyway. How many times have God told you something that didn't make sense to your natural self? And you said, yes, Lord. And then you find yourself testifying about the victory that God had gave. <clears throat> now, when they had escaped, they, then they found out that the island was called Malta. What did what was the, it was the last thing in, in, in verse 26 of the previous chapter? It, it would be just as he said, but we will be shipwrecked on an island. God's word always true. I I wouldn't care if it was, I don't know, what? Just get this thing somewhere and let this madness stop. You know, that's the natural, right? But trust in God. Then they found out that the item was called Malta and the natives showed us unusual kindness. Isn't that something? The natives... Showed them unusual kindness, didn't know them from Adam. Here, these folks that washed up on the shore. It's cold. It's rainy. You just came you now you own some dry ground. You've had two weeks of nothing but general chaos from the elements. And they showed kindness for well, they kindled the fire. They said, You know what? Them folks look bad. They look beaten. They look, they look scared. Let's 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 do what any right-minded folk would do. Let's start a fire so they can warm it. Let's show some hospitality. They kindled a fire and made us all welcome because of the rain that was falling and because of the cold. These folks didn't know nothing about the God who Paul served, but they're people and have some sort of a conscience about them, and they wanted to help. And so when Paul and so Paul didn't just sit there. I'm an apostle. Serve me. Y'all go get some more sticks for the fire. Don't you know who I am? No, he didn't do none of that. Cause I don't get Folks act like that sometimes. Oh, yeah, I deserve this. You know what? I don't deserve anything. What all I owe is to give praises to my Lord for who he is and what he's done in my life. God, I, I can't figure it out. You've been too. You've been so good to me, God. You've been merciful to me. You've been kind and gracious to me, God. You saved me. I can't figure it out, but God, I want to say thank you, thank you, Lord. So, but so Paul went out and he gathered a bundle of sticks and he laid them on the fire. He was working. He got. He. I would imagine in my little sanctified mind, he heard what God said by the angel. And now here they are on an island like the angel said, I would imagine it's time to praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. See, because we've come out of this situation and now here we are and everything is looking good. Oh, but lo and behold, sometime trouble going to come again. He gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire. A viper, a snake, poisonous, venomous came out because of the heat and fastened onto the hand of the band of God. The one who, who God has been dealing with in the shipwreck. You know, God does nothing because He do not have nothing else to do. God has a purpose. He has a purpose behind everything that he does. And as we read earlier, they 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 saw that and they said, you know what? This man must be a murderer. He escaped the sea. They made it over here on a ship now that was probably as long as this building, and now the ship is this big. They made it over here on a piece of wood. But he must have been a murderer because the snake didn't bit him, and we're going to sit here and watch him die. (laughs) Excuse me. But Paul, and this is the crux of the message today, he shook it off. He saw it. He felt it. He shook it off. It, it wasn't so much uh, about Paul as it is about the God who Paul serves. <clears throat> the one who told him, yes, you are going to proclaim the word before Caesar. You're going to do that. And when we take God at his word, God's going to do what he said he's going to do. I don't care what the world say. God will always perform his word. He will will never, never let us down. (laughs) Praise God. And he shook that thing off. And they looked and saw he didn't die. And then all of a sudden now, they start talking about he's a God. And and sometimes people think that you all to that. Because maybe God used you to pray for them. And God healed them. Maybe the Lord use you in a supernatural way to bless them in some kind of way. And and, and so folks might try to set you up somewhere. Oh, no, no. Don't set me nowhere. I'm a servant of the Most High God. God loves you and he has a plan for you. Because, see, uh, uh, you know, and, and and you can't just shake stuff off in the natural. It comes a time. See, we need to be walking in the spirit. Do y'all remember the man named Samson? And you know the story. Samson pretty, pretty much, if you don't, read it when you get a chance over there in the book of Judges. He was a Nazarite from his mother's womb. That means no liquor, no fornicating around, no touching nothing dead. You are sanctified and set apart for God to use you from his mother's womb. But everything his mother and father told him not to do, those are the very things that he did. And he messed around and got hooked up with a woman named Jezebel. After all the other stuff. I mean, De- De- thank you. I'm sounding like my brother. De- Delilah. Yeah. And, and, and she wanted, she was working for the Philistine. She wanted to find out they had a bet going. Find out where his power is. This guy was so strong. He would, I mean, he was just, just strong, crazy strong. Showing out strong. Watch this, guys. You know. And they say, she would go, he would say, she would tell him, the lie would tell him, honey, show me where your strength is. He'd tell her a lie. Here you go again. You're supposed to be a Nazarite, supposed to be dedicated. You sitting up here lying now. You tell all oh, my strength is this. And when when he would tell her what the lie was, she'd go tell the Philistines, okay, y'all go get him now. He told me the to lie. And they come in and he'd break the ropes that they tied him up with when he was asleep. And then he'd get loose and they like, wow. This went on time after time. But see, the enemy will keep chipping away at folk. And he'll call folks, to, if they're not careful, to put their guard down. You know. And so it came the final time. Oh, honey, where's your strength at? You might have been country. Where's your strength? I don't know. You know, how are you so strong? You know. Where's all all this coming from? And then he goes and tells her, you cut my hair off. See, he had got too big for his britches. You know, you cut my hair off and and I'll be like any other man. Well, by this time he figured, well, you know what? No, they can't do nothing with me. I'm untouchable. See, everybody can't just shake it off. He told all of the secrets. She cut off his hair. Woke him up said, the Philistines are upon you. They tied him up and look here. It says, and she said, the Philistines are upon you, Samson. Now, mind you, he'd been thinking this is his his boo. And it turned out to be his boo-hoo. The Philistines are upon you, Samson. Listen to this. So he awoke from his sleep and said, I will go out as before. Every time this has happened, I've broken the chains, the ropes. And I go whoop up on some more Philistine. And he said, I will go out as before and at other times. And this is what he said, and shake myself. See, everybody can't just shake this. You you need something behind the shake. You, You need the one who can shake the foundations of this world to be behind you and on your side. He said, I will shake myself free. But listen to this. But he did not know that the Lord had departed from him. His strength was gone. He he was mutilated. He was degraded. He was was put out to pasture as it was. And the only way he got his strength back was when when it finally come to a head. He said, oh, God, oh, God, strengthen me one more time. Mm. And the Lord strengthened him. And he tore down this big old uh, amphitheater or whatever they was at. And he killed more Philistines in his death than he did in his life. It didn't have to take death for him. So so Paul shook it off. It's important to know something about the word of God. So in Mark 16 and 17, it said, And these signs will follow those who believe. You remember when Paul met the Lord on the Damascus road? God had a message for him. He's now a believer. He's walking with the Lord. And here Jesus said, In my name, they will cast out devils. They will speak with new tongues. Listen to this. They will take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it will not by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Paul believed in the Lord. He was working for the Lord. And God was blessing him just like he'll bless us. So the question is today, why do we have trouble shaking things off? As saints of God, we have the power of the Holy Spirit working in our lives. And sometimes we're beat up and we're stressed out and, and, and you name it, we're dealing with it. But God is saying, you're going, you going to go stand before Caesar. You're you going to stand before me, actually, and you're going to be all right because I have paid the ultimate price for you. Just hold on. Hang on a little while longer. Why is it that we have so much trouble with past hurts? Yes, they're past. Let them go. It's a new day. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Why do we have so much trouble forgiving? We need to shake it off. Forgive. Let it go. Throw it away. Jesus is Lord. Thank you, God. Why do we have so much trouble with fear and anxiety and uncertainty? We need to shake it off. And understand who we are in Jesus Christ, Amen? Amen. Praise God. If God bring you to it, He'll bring you through it. He'll make a way out of no way. All we have to do is trust in our Savior. Say, shake it off. That thing the enemy tries to hunt you with, shake it off. Wondering what tomorrow is going to bring, shake it off. Is the kids going to ever get right? Shake it off. You know, and let's be about our Father's business. And he'll make everything all right. Amen. Amen. Praise God. God bless you all. Praise God.